Hey there, this is Mike and you're listening to Feeling Twisty. I'm really glad you're here. Okay, I didn't actually promise I would give you a step-by-step for manifesting. I did say at the end of my last episode that a listener requested I do that, and then I promised I would talk about it in this episode. (laughs) I really, I just don't get too detailed, you know, giving people do this first, then this, then this, because I've noticed that some folks, even me at times, end up turning steps or specific techniques into dogma and then arguing about it, arguing with people online about, no, it needs to be done this way. No, you have to do three sats a day. (laughs) Three states akin to sleep, maybe four. Well, other than in his books and in his very early talks in the early 1950s, Neville doesn't stress that you have to get immobilized, you know, like he describes in his books, to lie down and immobilize your body, to get into that state akin to sleep. In none of these that I've found, the hundreds that I've read and listened to, does he say that? Does he stress it? He says, just assume the feeling. Assume the feeling of your wish fulfilled. And Neville said that to try different techniques, try different ways to capture the feeling of your wish fulfilled, whatever's most comfortable for your temperament. He never insisted you had to do it one way. He didn't do it one way, and he was always open to new ways. So I decided I would rather walk you through one of those oh shit moments. (laughs) You ever had those? I have. Those little moments of what the hell's going on? Everything is going swimmingly. My day is wonderful. My week's been wonderful. I'm trucking along and life is grand. Da, da, da. Then something happens. I hear or see something or I have a stray thought of doubt. And then I'm suddenly inexplicably honed in on all the ways everything can go wrong. I feel like I'm wily e. Coyote after stepping off a cliff. The type of moment that I can't just ignore by busying myself with activity. I have to deal with these thoughts raging through my mind right now. There have been times when I thought I was relying completely on imagination. Yep, I bought the pearl. Done. Pearl of great price, mine. Trusting imagination completely. And then I get some news that has me immediately thinking, you know, oh shit, I screwed up somewhere. What was I thinking stepping out in faith? Oh boy. And then I pull up the memories of all the times over the past couple of decades that I've screwed up, letting Kim and the kids down. (sighs) Here I go again. It's the same old story. I thought I'd fix this. Now my heart's racing. My jaw muscles are so tight. They're twitching uncontrollably. I'm so stressed my toenails are hurting. Now I know why I'm feeling that way. I know it's a state that I've given life to. My reaction to that news tells me how and what I'm imagining. So it'll do no good to try to change anything on the outside, especially in that state of mind I'm in at the moment, that frenzied, panicky state of mind. 
At one time, this is when I would have gotten online and started looking for something in a Neville Goddard group or one of Neville's talks that would help me, give me a quick fix. Please help me fix this real quick, (laughs) which is fine. I'm not judging anybody. I've done it many times. But coming from that panicked frenzy state, I'm still looking for something outside of me perfectly all right to do, to seek guidance and to seek help, even ask someone to imagine for you. There are times that that really seems like the only thing we can do. I know the one cause, and even though I'm having a freak-out moment, I know that it's still only up to me to get back to where I want to be. Fighting the fear and worry and doubt will do absolutely no good. And even trying to get into the silence would find me silently shouting, I am, I am, I am, (laughs) trying to drown out all other thoughts. That's as effective as me shouting at my children to calm down when they're in the middle of a temper tantrum. (laughs) You ever tell your spouse that when they're upset about something? Would you just calm down? Yeah. That always works. (laughs) Instead of fighting or trying to shout down the thoughts and feelings of fear and doubt, I let them be. I choose to not engage them. I know if I allow them, they'll end up dissipating. Just let them be. No resistance toward them. Just like my kids would tire out if I let them play out their fits they were having. Then I can speak calmly with them. Same with me. I allow the shock and awe of emotions and feelings to resume to a more normal level. And I might find a place to sit down comfortably or even lie down. Some of those days, you know, it's like I really have to lay down. (laughs) Please just give me a few moments. As I'm allowing these thoughts and feelings to just peter out, I'm reminding myself who I really am. I'm not these feelings of fear and doubt. If I truly am, then who was I earlier today when everything was going so well? If I am thoughts and feelings, then I have to stick with one or the other. I'm not my thoughts and feelings. I am the one that is aware of them, that is imagining that these thoughts and feelings are a problem. I'm the one imagining that this news I heard means I screwed up. I'm not the problem, and I don't have to perpetuate it, and it doesn't mean I screwed up. I am experiencing states of consciousness. I'm not the states. I'm the one passing through these states. Sure, I've lingered in some cruddy ones for years, <laughs> like, uh, like Weeza in Still Magnolias. I'm not crazy, Malin. I've just been in a very bad mood for 40 years. <laughs> They're just states, and I'm not the state, and neither are you. So, as I'm relaxing my grip on what I perceive as my problem, my breathing begins to slow down. My chest begins to relax. 
Ah, my jaws unclench. The first principle, be still and know that I am God. Be still doesn't have to mean actually getting physically still. It can mean to let go of trying to manhandle the situation. Hands off, Mike. Allowing it to just be. Mike, the little man, stops trying to control the situation as I move into that awareness, the awareness of being aware, into the silence, the beautiful stillness that I am, that you are. I'm no more the bad news than I am the good news. My imagination can kill, make alive, wound and heal, rain destruction down and bring prosperity. Consciousness forms the light and the darkness. But I am none of those things. Those are all results of my concept of self, results of what I'm imagining. Now my breathing is more relaxed. That buzzing in my head is barely audible now and getting quieter and quieter. I notice that those memories I dredged up a few minutes ago were just artifacts in my imagination, only here and now because I decided to dig them up. When I'm lost in a state especially when it's what I would call bad news. <laughs> My state of mind is there to be so very helpful. <laughs> it brings up those memories. Here you go, boss. Remember these crappy ones? Remember how you failed at this and that? And that state will do its best to plan out how bad tomorrow will be too, conjuring up all the possible ways that news I just reacted to can lead to more bad news. But now that I'm still, internally still, I see, I remember, how those are only results of states of consciousness. I'm not fighting them or trying to ignore them. I'm doing what love does. Love doesn't judge or fight or condemn. Like a loving parent, I didn't think my children were bad kids for having a hissy fit. Once they calmed down, I welcomed them into my arms and loved on them. So right now, I'm allowing love to be present. That's who I am. That's who you are. None of the fears and worries can continue in the light of love. Sometimes I just stay right there for a while, just abiding, basking in that feeling, saturating myself in that love. At this moment, I'm not trying to move quickly into a different state. I'll get to that. But what's the hurry? I love this feeling. I love love. Hmm. This is the first principle this awareness of who I am. Sometimes I just drifted off to sleep like that. And man, what wonderful sleeps those are. Now that I'm in this quiet place, this stillness, this exquisite silence, 
I can move into any state of my choosing. For this example, let's say I've gotten bumped out of a state of healthiness. Bumped out of a state, I would have called that backsliding back in my church days. I've backslid and I need to repent. Well, at this moment, I am repenting. I'm changing the direction of my mind. I'm redirecting the flow of consciousness back into the state I prefer. If it was something I heard that I reacted to, then right here in this moment, I hear that same scene differently. And I hear it again until I feel the reality of this new version. If it's something I read, then I read it differently. I see it in my imagination and I read it differently or see it differently until it conforms to my ideal. I don't rush it. Sometimes it takes a few run-throughs. The first time you try to rewrite that scene, you might feel a little something inside you shouting, but that's not how it happened. <laughs> that's fine. Don't force it. Just relax back into the first principle. You're only hearing a remnant of that old state. You're hearing its last hurrah. Get back into my revised scene now. Reading that letter again, seeing just what I prefer to see. Or I hear the news differently. Or react to the same news differently. For instance, if there's a news story about a sickness going around and I reacted to it in fear, I don't necessarily revise what the reporter said. I revise what I or how I reacted. If I were in a fit and healthy state, how would I react to that thing I just read or heard? Ah, oh, there's the feeling. And there's a feeling of warm gratitude that wells up from within me. A feeling of, thank you. And then I move on, going about my day from this state of my wish fulfilled. Not thinking back on how I reacted, regretting it. I'm done with that. I've revised it. I'm carrying on from this new version. I haven't gotten bumped. I still am in the state of my wish fulfilled. And I'm seeing my world from that state. Remember, you have the right of first refusal for every thought that dances across your mind. You can choose any desire to play with and mold into a new, wonderful state for you to inhabit. Take any desire of yours and ask yourself, how would I feel right now, right this moment, if I'm already that? Not next week. How would I feel right now if I'm already that? It'll feel different when that feeling comes up. You'll notice that feeling. It's very different than the feeling you had in that state of lack a few moments ago. Trust that feeling. That's you answering you. Only you know how that will feel to you. I can't tell you what to feel. I know what financial freedom feels like to me. I know what health feels like to me. I know what thriving feels like to me. I also know what being an asshole feels like to me. 
and being selfish and judgmental. <laughs> I know what love feels like to me. Now, imagine a little scene if you want, a little flash of a moment that implies your wish is fulfilled, something with, that would naturally follow the wish actually being fulfilled. It doesn't even have to be directly related to the wish. It's always up to you to decide what the little imaginal act implies. And it's your faith, your loyalty to that unseen reality that makes the imaginal act have any power. The act doesn't have the power, your faith does. One thing I use more often than anything is this present moment. If we are all imagination, as Neville says, as he quotes Blake, man is all imagination and man is God. I know it's not the exact quote, but if we're all imagination, then I am always within an imaginal act. So how would I take my next step if I'm walking down the hall or down the street? How would I hold my head? How would I smile at that person walking toward me if I'm already the person I want to be? And in that moment, I answer myself with that feeling. And my next step does feel different. My head is a little higher. My smile to the stranger is one of genuine joy because I'm the man I wanted to be now. You'll feel the difference. Walk in that feeling. Live and move and have your being in that new feeling. Episode 181, my next episode, is about the love chapter. <laughs> if you've been to a wedding, you know what I'm talking about. They love to quote it there. And that episode will fit in with this one perfectly. I love you. I'm feeling twisty. 